So again, finding comfortable position, closing your eyes or gazing softly downward, re-arriving again through your breath. The Buddha defined compassion as the quivering of the heart in response to suffering in ourselves and others along with an impulse to relieve that suffering. The root of the word compassion means to suffer with, not to suffer for. Valerie Burton powerfully states self-compassion in this way. If strong means taking care of everyone else to the detriment of yourself, if strong means pretending everything is okay while you're clearly hurting, if strong means keeping it moving after you've suffered disappointment, then strong becomes weak. Strong is good, resilient is better. But resilience can sometimes look messy. It may look as if you're down for the count, but as long as you eventually get up, you're resilient. You have permission then to be human, to grieve, rest, cry, and feel what you feel. Learning to face your fears by being vulnerable is the first step. Jack Cornfield beautifully expresses it in this way with regards to compassion for others. Peace requires us to surrender our illusions of control. We can love and care for others, but we cannot possess our children, lovers, family, or friends. We can assist them, pray for them, and wish them well. Yet in the end, their happiness and suffering depend on their thoughts and actions, not on our wishes. An example of this came from a Facebook chat I had with one of my teens from the mindfulness retreats I lead. Maya was 13 when she attended the first teen retreat I ever taught two years ago. She's one of the most incredibly insightful and empathic young beings I know. She had been struggling with knowing how to be with a close friend whose brother had committed suicide last fall. She wanted to take his pain away and often felt frustrated at herself when she couldn't. What I'm about to share is a recent Facebook chat I had with her spontaneously when I checked in one night. How's it going, Junior Buddha? La! Oh my God, a voice of God speaks. They're a little bit deluded, these teenagers. <laughs> I'm doing weird. Right after the retreat, I was meditating more than usual. Then I, like, stopped. I also got way more busy, but still it was weird. And I was weirdly angry for a while, but I'm feeling good now. Ah, the lesson of impermanence. Good one, grasshopper. Smiley face. And I've also been doing really well with compassion. Like, it's awesome. 
My friend today at a sleepover was telling me how she was diagnosed with cancer. She was held back because she missed so much school and was failing and unmotivated. And I was just able to be there, all in caps, without needing to fix it. And she told me her depression was a problem. And I told her about the door to my heart is fully open to you. Whatever you are, please come in. You're making me cry and feeling very proud of you, Maya. That means a lot, Major Buddha. <laughs> How do you feel being able to be there for someone and not needing to fix it? It feels so good, like I can be my, with myself so much more, and not like I have to be drawn into everything. Like I used to spend forever about how unhappy everyone was, and now I can sleep without getting nightmares of horrible stuff happening, and it's so nice, and I owe it all to you. You're an incredible student of life, Maya. You've learned how to know where you end and where another begins. The more you focus on yourself, not in an egotistical way, the more you're able to differentiate from another, yet still be supportive in a healthier way. It's an honor to, and blessing to be walking with you on this path. Is it okay if I share your insights in my meditation at the women's retreat? Yeah, sure, that's cool. It would be my honor to be in a production of Major Buddha. <laughs> How have you been yourself? Laugh out loud. No major production, just the women's retreat. We're fabulous, though. I've been good overall, still feeling the love from retreat, getting my adult life together and getting a bit more rest. I want to let go of busyness this year. Preach it! <laughs> Thanks for asking. Yeah, not enough people ask. Shows how compassionate and kind you are, buddy. Aw, oh, shucks, you're making me blush. Adult life's intense. Hope it goes well. <laughs> I'm super grateful for my life. I just get in my own way sometimes. That's why I practice. And having you in it makes it extra special. Well, back to preparing for my talk, sweetie. Much love and big hug to you. Love you, Law. I'm going to take a nap now. Keep up the awesome. <laughs> so, so let's begin our formal practice. So again, finding a comfortable position for your body, closing your eyes. If you'd like, you're gazing softly downwards. In this traditional form of practice, you'll combine a repeated inner intention with a visualization and the evocation of the feeling of compassion. Work with compassion practice intuitively. At times, it may feel difficult, as though we might be overwhelmed by the pain. Remember, we are not trying to fix the pain of the world, only to meet it with a compassionate heart. Relax and be gentle. Breathe. Let your breath and heart rest naturally as a center of compassion in the midst of the world. As we begin, breathe softly and feel your body, your heartbeat, the life within you. Feel how you treasure your own life how you guard yourself in the face of your sorrows. Now bring to mind someone close to you whom you dearly love. Picture them in your mind's eye and feel your natural caring for them. 
Notice how you hold them in your heart. Allow yourself to be aware of their measure of sorrows, their suffering in life. See if you can feel how your heart opens to wish them well, to extend comfort, to share in their pain and meet it with compassion. This is the natural response of the heart. If you like, you may place your hand on your heart if it helps you to connect as I recite these phrases. May you be held in compassion. May you be free from pain and sorrow. May you be at peace. May you be held in compassion. May you be free from pain and sorrow. May you be at peace. May you be held in compassion. May you be free from pain and sorrow. May you be at peace. Now see if you can offer compassion towards yourself. Measure the sorrows you carry. Holding yourself in your own heart while I recite these phrases. May I be held in compassion. May I be free from pain and sorrow. May I be at peace. May I be held in compassion. May I be free from pain and sorrow. May I be at peace. Breathing into your body, into your heart. Allowing in what you're able at this time. And then you can open your compassion further to the suffering of your friends, to your neighbors, to your community, to all who suffer, 
to difficult people, to your enemies, and finally to all beings. Sense your tender-hearted connection with all of life and its creatures. May all beings be held in compassion. May all beings be free from pain and sorrow. May all beings be at peace. May all beings be held in compassion. May all beings be free from pain and sorrow. May all beings be at peace. Breathing into your heart, into your body. This extension of compassion throughout. I enjoy finding the Dharma in everything and would like to end our compassion practice in an untraditional way by sharing the music of R.E.M. as interpreted by Annie Lennox and Alicia Keys.
take comfort with your friends. Everybody hurts. Don't stop throwing your hands. No, don't, don't throw away your hands. And if you feel
Thank you for your practice.